I'm so effing rich and hot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. It's me, Kate Raft, your host. It's June 22nd, 2020. It's Monday. It's so good to see you all. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. Happy little Monday. Thank you, everybody that's watching or listening to the show. I'm so happy to see you. I had a great weekend. And when I say great, I mean, I only had one massive panic attack about coronavirus. And that's not that many. That's only one. Pretty okay? good. That's good. Jack is here in the booth. Here I am. Hey, Jack, how you doing? I'm good. Do you think I should put a filter on my... I guess I can't do it. What? Should I put a little, a little like, I'm in the booth filter Oh, no. We don't voice? do tech talk on this show. Okay, sorry. We don't do tech talk on this show. Oh, my God. I just got massive deja vu. I feel like I had a dream about you talking to me about audio and me saying no tech talk. Oh, my God. God, did I, am I dreaming right now? I'm having massive deja vu. Massive. Pretty weird. What are you doing? I just put a, okay. Sorry. That does not sound like a boot. That it's, sounds like. It was called like, radio voice. There we go. That, no, that's still. What the hell? What is that? What are you doing? This is what I meant to do. Radio voice. Oh, Okay. Let's hear it. It's called Radio Voice, this one. It sounds good. What do you guys think? Do you like it? Jack, say something a radio guy would say. Hey, it's me, uh, a radio guy. Oh, is this, is this, this was what people want. Ew, that's horrible. Go back to normal. Don't okay, be a freak. Fine. I'm not a freak. Sorry. Don't be a weird little freak. Sorry. <laughs> We've got an amazing show today, everybody. Okay. Kendall Mayhew. Comedian, activist, friend of mine, hilarious person. She's going to be on the show. She's brilliant. And we're going to talk about some of the Vanderpump Rules stuff and just reality TV in general. That's going to be in the second half of the show today. But you know what? Let's just get to it. This is a segment I like to call Hot Seconds. Sorry. <laughs> Jack, what the hell? What took you so long? I had to change the lower third, too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay, this is the segment of the show where we talk about topics, okay? But we're just going to talk about them for a what? That's right. A what? Hot second. Thank you, Jack. Wow. Jack in the booth, everybody. Give it up for Jack in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen, not all celebrities are social distancing. We know that. But here's one celebrity that is taking quarantine very seriously. And we have to say, hats off to you, <laughs> DJ Khaled. Wow. You may not perform oral sex on your own yeah. wife. but I, you... I was going to say, that's what he looks like when his wife is like, <laughs> you should go down on me. This is how DJ Khaled shows up. Oh, my God. <laughs> If you're listening to the podcast, let me describe this picture of DJ Khaled for you. He's wearing a head-to-toe hazmat suit with gloves. He's even got, like, booties, plastic covers over his, his sneakers. And he's, he's fully, like, he's fully suited up. Yeah, this, his wife is like, his wife is like, hey, baby, like, can you... 
can you eat me out a little bit? Like, you know, like just, you know, it's my birthday. Can you eat me out? And he's like, okay, give me one sec. Let me get into something a little more comfortable. (laughs) He shows up in a full hazmat suit and he's like, okay, this is the key. I want that setup though. I will tell you, I want that setup. I would love to have a hazmat suit. Are you kidding me? I'd wear it every day. I prefer one in yellow because that's my color. I love like the yellow hazmat. They traditionally come in, in yellow. They do. I mean, that's feel like the classic hazmat. Like like suit. emergency yellow. You know, yeah, like didn't they have that in ET? What? I'm too young to see that. I haven't seen that movie. I'm too young. It's a dated reference. Sorry. I'm Gen Z. Um. Okay. So this is what DJ Cal looks like. Uh, what's another hot second? Oh. You know what? Maybe I'll get into this in more detail tomorrow, but some weird shit is happening with the Riverdale cast. And I haven't done a deep enough dive on this, but I have to mention just for the sake of like journalism that this is happening where apparently like three people, four people in the Riverdale cast were accused of sexual assault, but it turned out to be like a false accusation because, and the person that did it admitted that it was false. And it's weird. I don't know what's happening. Um, I just pulled a couple tweets. Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse were kind of tweeting about it, saying they're going to take legal action about this because someone is spreading false sexual assault allegations. Lily tweeted, brave enough to come forward with the truth. This kind of lie can ruin lives and careers. And I can call it a lie because the person who made the allegations already admitted that the stories were fabricated. So, like, the person who said that all these people were sexual assaulters said it was a lie. I don't know. This is happening. This is a whole thing. This is, like, half of the celebrity news cycle today is just articles about this Riverdale thing. And I'm like, what is... What? It's dark. That's very dark. What's going on? I'm scared to look too hard into it. It feels cursed. So let's just move on. We don't have to talk about that. Let's talk about the Golden Globes. Okay, the Golden Globes are officially postponed. So are the Oscars, Jack. Did you know that the Oscars are postponed? I did that. Well, I mean, I'm like they don't have any movies anyway. There's no movies to, that to came out. Award. There's like literally. No I saw movies. a story that Sonic the Hedgehog might win for like best visual effects just because there's no movies this year. <laughs> like Sonic the Hedgehog might win an Oscar. Honestly, like, fine. I'm fine with that. Shake it up. Might win Best Picture. Best Picture? Really? I don't think so. I don't know. What's the deal with that? What's the deal? They po- they pushed the Golden Globes, which are usually in January. Wow. They pushed them to the end of February. They actually pushed the Golden Globes to the date that the Oscars were supposed to be, which is February 28th. <laughs> and then Oscars are not going to be in April. I feel like they should just cancel next year's award shows. Just like, can you imagine them doing award shows and it not being like completely tone deaf next year? Like, I can't picture like an, a non-cringy Oscars or Golden Globes for 2021, right? Are, is there even going to be an entertainment industry in 2021? Like, what kind of speeches are we going to hear? Are the Pod Save America guys going to be writing them? I have so many questions. I can't even fathom award shows. Like, I literally forgot that award shows were even an option. Like, 
in these times? I don't know what you're awarding. There's no there's, no, you, there's no movies. What are you awarding? Are you really going to get be still be able to get that many people in a room? Like is the is the by um, then? Is the 30 Rock Upfronts presentation going to be eligible for a Golden Globe? Oh my god. Like all these like reunion shows on Zoom, are they eligible for Golden Globes? I don't know. 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 Is, is some the, good is the news going to sweep the Golden Globes? I think some good news. Some good news is going to sweep the Golden Globes. Apparently, Korea had an award show last month. I can't even fathom the concept of an award show happening right now, like a real award show where people like show up and they sit in the audience. I could see it being a thing where they do it all virtually. I would love to see. A, a live, socially distanced award show, and huh. I hope they try to do it because it'll be very creepy and weird. Everybody sitting far, like how they do, like the, like just people sitting like far away from each other in the audience. I bet they do it outside. Yeah. Actually, I actually think that they would do it outside. That's the only way they can do it. I think because right, unless there's a vaccine. Outside think... Oscars seems so weird. I think they're gonna do the Oscars outside. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to do the Oscars outside. Yeah, I think they're going to like... what? Okay, how about this? Oh, I don't know. I think they're going to do them outside? Like an outdoor football field. They like build a whole <laughs> Maybe. set or something. Staples or something. Staples is inside, you fucking bastard. Yeah, and this is for a show that's not labeled not safe for work on <laughs> iTunes. Not smart, Kate. <laughs> not, not safe smart. for work? <laughs> I mean, it's not labeled explicit. This is safe for work. You can't say the F word at work. You fucking bastard. Can't say the F word at work. You fucking. You can say the F word at work. Depends on what, what work. I don't. I think you can say that. Unless, unless you're saying like, fuck you, boss. I think you could say the F word. Like, ah, oh, the fucking copy machine. You're going to get fired for saying, ah, oh, the fucking copy machine. Some places. No. You're a son of a. Beep. You Beeking bit. Beep. Is that how it works? I should do it like that, right? I should just beat myself. All right. What else? <laughs> Sophie Turner is still pregnant. Were you wondering? She's still pregnant. Look at this. She and father-to-be, Joe Jonas. They went and got ice cream yesterday for Father's Day. You know, I was doing my research for today's show, and half the articles are just about how celebrities, like, are celebrating Father's Day. And I'm like, this is so boring. Truly, like, the slow, it's a slow news day. It's slow. It's, like, 50% Father's Day articles, like, about, like, Gwyneth Paltrow posted a picture of her husband and her ex-husband in honor of Father's Day. Like, oh, Khloe uh, Kardashian posted a picture of uh, Tristan Thompson in honor of Father's Day. Oh, Kim Kardashian posted a picture of Kanye West in honor of Father's Day. It's like, God, that's half the articles. And the other half are about how the cast of Riverdale definitely didn't assault anybody. It's a dark day. It's a dark day in celebrity news. It's not a great, not a great day. Hopefully Kendall can spice things up because this is like, you know, this is dead. This is a dead day of news. Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh still together? Yes. Um, you know what? Let me take a quickie little break. 
And when we come back, we're going to dive into Leonardo DiCaprio, how to yacht party. We'll talk about Ansel Elgort, D.L. Hughley, and Ben Mulroney. And then we'll get Kendall on. So I'll see you in a sec. (laughs) Hey, everybody. I'm back. Okay. So let's discuss Leonardo DiCaprio. LDC, as I like to call him. That's also what Brad Pitt calls him. LDC threw a birthday party for his tw- his now 23-year-old girlfriend, Camila Marone. And it was a yacht party. And it was super not social distant at all. And no one wore masks except for Leo. And Leo, like, wore a mask the wrong way. He wore it where his nose is fully exposed. Look at this. Look at this picture. Leo has his nose out of the mask. Camila's not even bothering with the mask at all. And I think this is stupid. We're still in a pandemic. Actually, this happened in L.A. where cases are surging. 50% of all of the cases in California, I think something close to that, are now coming from L.A. I mean, this is ridiculous. I don't know what's going on. She's 23. I think he's 45. Um, Let's look at some of these pictures from the not social distant birthday party on a yacht. Am I wrong? Or like like, cruises are very full of germs. Like yachts must be too, right? Like yachts are just a mini cruise, right? Like yachts are just a cruise if you make it smaller and richer. Anyway, I'm sure that this is a hotbed of disease because literally like it's a clump of people, none of them wearing masks except for Leo, who's wearing it the complete wrong way. Is this the first time he's even put a mask on? Leo, like, why are you wearing the mask so completely wrong? Your nose is fully out. You're not protecting shit, man. Anyway, (laughs) other celebrity guests on this, like, mask-free yacht party included actress Nina Dobrev, her boyfriend Sean White, Kevin Connolly was there, Lucas Haas was there. They took the yacht from Marina Del Rey to Malibu and came back again. It was like a brunch thing. It was like a daytime thing. Um, the bleach blonde person that you're seeing in these pictures is the newly bleached Sean White. But yeah, look at this photo. It's like, this is so stressful. Literally, Leo's the only one wearing a mask and his nose is out. He has a cowboy hat and a sweatshirt on. His style is so bad. Why are we not meaner to male celebrities about their fashion? Like, He's wearing an athletic gray sweatshirt with a straw cowboy hat and a mask that he's wearing the wrong way. Leo, why? 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 What do you think about this, Jack? Any thoughts? You know, I I think that near all his young friends, Leo's looking a lot more 45 these days. (laughs) You said it, not me. You said it, not me. All right. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, oh, Ansel Elgort apologized, kind of. He mostly denied assaulting that woman. Just a quick heads up. 
this is about sexual assault, so if you need to mute me for a little bit, go ahead and do that. Um, Ansel Elgort did a notes app apology that really is horrible. It's not a good apology. He said, quote, I was distressed to see the social media posts about me that have been circulating in the past 24 hours. I cannot claim to understand Gabby's feelings, but her description of events is simply not what happened. I have never and would never assault anyone. What is true is that in New York in 2014, when I was 20, Gabby and I had a brief legal and entirely consensual relationship. Unfortunately, I did not handle the breakup well. I stopped responding to her, which is an immature and cruel thing to do to someone. I know this belated apology does not absolve me of my unacceptable behavior when I disappeared. As I look back at my attitude, I am disgusted and deeply ashamed of the way I acted. I'm truly sorry. I know I must reflect, learn, and grow in empathy and work to grow in empathy, end quote. So basically what he's doing here is he's doing what Chris D'Elia did. He's denying that there was any assault and then also weirdly also apologizing. Like, you can't do both. He, I guess if we take this at face value, he's apologizing for ghosting her, which, like, is a perfectly fine thing. You can ghost people. That's not what we're mad at you about, Ansel. Um, Also, like, how do you know it was consensual? She came out and said that she didn't feel it was consensual. So you're like, I don't know. This is, I hate this. I don't believe him at all. I believe the woman. I believe Gabby. And I think this sucks. I think this sucks. And I think that the reason he's denying it is, of course, for legal reasons. I think he's got a whole team of lawyers behind this big... uh, What's the movie West Side Story that's coming out in December? Steven Spielberg directed it. I think they're trying to make this go the fuck away. So they're like, just deny it and send it, but also apologize. Like, go, 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 go. Get that out. Do it on a weekend so the celebrity gossip cycle moves past it really fast. Anyway, he sucks. Ansel sucks. Ansel's consult. Ansel's consult. That's pretty good. Consul Ansel. Consul Ansel. Consul Elgort. Consul Elgort. Concert El Go White. Go Award from me. Oh, DL Hughley has coronavirus. Um, the comedian collapsed at a comedy show, which is scary. Um, he then released a video where he explained that he got coronavirus. Let's watch it. Hold on, is that clip one? It is. Just wanted to make sure. Being treated uh, for extreme exhaustion and um, uh, dehydration, which I, I was very dehydrated. But it turns out they ran a battery of tests, and I also tested positive for COVID-19, which blew me away. Um, I was what they call asymptomatic. I didn't have uh, any symptoms that, you know, other classic symptoms I didn't have. So basically, he was at an indoor comedy show. Um, I actually don't know if he was wearing a mask. I'm assuming he wasn't. Jack, did you see the the f- pictures of the comedy show? I believe he was not wearing a so mask. He was but not I don't know wearing for a sure. mask. Infected with COVID nineteen, presumably infecting the entire audience because this was at an indoor comedy club. Anyway, he says he was asymptomatic, which if you know feels odd like an odd thing to say because he did collapse like isn't that a symptom well he was dehydrated okay. and then found out he was asymptomatic covid oof anyway i hope he's okay i hope deal hughley's okay um i don't know if i 
I don't think comedy shows inside of comedy clubs without masks should be a thing that we're doing as a culture. But hey, the DL world... should start streaming. Yeah, DL, come to Twitch. Come to come on, Hot and Rich. You can do your set here. I'd love that. <laughs> Honestly, I would love that. Um, okay, let's skip to Ben Mulroney, Jack. Okay. Let's skip to Ben Mulroney. Okay. Uh, okay, so as you all know, we did a whole dive on the Jessica Mulroney, Ben Mulroney thing last week. And the newest update on that whole hot pile of shit is that Ben Mulroney, son of former Canadian prime minister, don't know the name, <laughs> Mr. Mulroney. Son of Mr. Prime Minister Mulroney, of course. Prime Minister Mulroney. <laughs> He's stepping down at, uh, from his job as the host of CTV's eTalk. Let's watch his, a clip from his video. I want to take a moment to speak to you about the situation surrounding my wife, Jessica, and the next steps I will be taking with Bell Media. I love my wife. However, it is not my place to speak for her. And today, together, we are committed to doing the work to both learn and understand more about anti-black racism, as well as learn and understand more about our blind spots. So what does this mean for me? Well, it means acknowledging here today that my privilege has benefited me greatly. And while I have certainly worked hard to build my career, I know that systemic racism and injustice helps people like me and harms those who aren't like me, often in ways that are invisible to us. This needs to change. Last Saturday, I watched on CTV as my colleagues led a national conversation about how we can take action against systemic racism. And that conversation showed me, more than ever, we need more black voices, more indigenous voices, more people of color in the media, as well as every other profession. And that is why I have decided to immediately step away from my role as anchor at eTalk to create space for a new perspective and a new voice. So he's quitting his job. Because his wife was racist. Um, there you go. That's what's happening with Ben Mulroney. Just for fun, let's look at these two pictures that one of our viewers sent in of uh, Ben Mulroney slipping on some ice earlier this year. Oh boy! Those were the days. Go to the next one. Just toggle back oh. and fo- toggle back and forth between these two. So he's like, fallen over. Wow, he's fallen. Oh, look he at sli- that. Oh, he's slipping on the ice. Oh man. That's Fall, kind of what he's doing fell. now. This isn't. This was foreshadowing for him having to quit the. Uh oh. <laughs> Don't you like some good old fashioned slapstick humor? Isn't it fun to watch a powerful person? He fell fall? on it. He fell on his hand. This is a metaphor. This is just. This is the same. Watch enjoying watching him slip on some ice is the same feeling as enjoying him having to quit his job because his wife was racist. Whoops. Whoops. I fell on the ground. That's a whoops. Whoops. That's a whoops. I fell. He did a whoops. Thank you for sending this into the show. Whoops. I, I won't, fell. I won't say your name because uh, I don't have it. I forgot to write it down. <laughs> but Very cool. Whoever you are. Very nice to the listeners. Hey, wait. Okay. Jess. Jess yes. sent this in. Thank you, Jess, for sending this into the show. My DMs are always open if you want to send in articles or stories. I'm, you know... Always here for you. I'm here to listen. Uh, okay, well, let's take a break. Let's get Kendall on the show, and then we'll come back with Kendall. See you in a sec. And we're back. Hi, everybody. This is such a treat. You guys are going to love my guest. She is a dear, dear friend of mine. She's also a hilarious comedian, a brilliant 
mind of culture and the world we live in. She's an activist and organizer for Ground Game LA. She also hosts Ground Game Live on Twitch, which you should all be watching Wednesdays at 6. Kendall hosts it along with some other amazing, great hosts. Um, Let's do it. Let's bring Kendall Mayhew onto the show. Kendall, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Wow. This is such a treat. You're a star. You're a star. Thank you. Thanks for coming. What's it Thank like you for making space for the important discourse? This is important discourse. First of all, what's it like having the same name as Kendall Jenner? My namesake. Um, Were you named after, I her? named after her? I was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. Um, I love it. Um, it's a really big part of my life. Yeah. As it should um, I think be. about it daily, hourly. Yeah. Sometimes. I do too. I do too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so every, Oh, sorry. I have a friend. <laughs> I have a friend who I do organizing work with named Kylie. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And it's a big part of like our friendship, our work, um, our vision for the future. You have you to, know? you have to do some kind of thing called the Kendall Kylie collection where it's just like, you know, zines about defunding the police or something. Yeah. There's so many opportunities. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to do some, like, you've got to do some like radical leftist um, organizing and use the brand Kendall and Kylie. People would love that. Antifa, Kendall and Kylie. Oh my God. Is that going to be my next zine? (laughs) (laughs) I got to make a zine about that. We should collab. We should do a, I would love to collab with, with Kendall and Kylie on a zine. I would also, Kylie is hilarious. So, she, oh, we gotta she, meet. We gotta. We gotta meet. <laughs> I would love to meet the Kylie of the leftist space. Uh, um, it's, it's like it's a big burden. It's like a it's a heavy cross to bear. You know, a lot of yeah. responsibility. So I ask um, this of all of my guests: What yes. do you think? Like you know, blue sky, big picture celebrities in the time of coronavirus and now in the time of like black lives matter and activism and you know abolishing the police like what do you think of celebrities in these times like any thoughts before we get more specific (laughs) i think we are in like an unprecedented time so it's really um it's exciting to think about what the possibilities could be where like, hold on, let me put this on. Do not disturb. My bad. Very unprofesh. No, you're famous. Um, it's okay. You're hot uh, and rich. It like it, there's a lot of like options about how it could go. I'm like cautiously optimistic about how like <clears throat> there are actually some celebrities who are doing important work. Oh, um, for real. My number my number one celeb right now is Kendrick Sampson. He's like killing it unbelievable i mean and you know kendrick has been doing this for years now um i actually remember seeing kendrick at a blm uh, action against uh, lausd several years ago um, wow so he's like an he's an og like he's a real one do you yeah and like he i remember him not only like being there to support and taking all the pictures with any of the kids that wanted to take a picture oh that's sweet really generous but also being extremely like curious about what he didn't know and wanting to learn more and just really being extremely humble 
Yeah. Um, it's good shit. That's awesome. I love that. I love when you hear a good story about someone who's hot and rich. Um, so <laughs> speaking of the, op- speaking of the opposite of that, like, yeah. What do you hate? Like, you know, we, we did a whole episode on the, I take responsibility video, but like, do you have any, like, what's like really bugging you? Yeah, just, um, uh, the, we're in a time of like celebrities being brought back to earth. Yeah, I think so. Right. Like people are being like, Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up? Like you're super rich and completely detached from the material realities of anybody who supports your work. Wait, so (laughs) you're saying you're saying the Imagine video didn't help anything? I would say it hurt a lot of things. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, I think that celebrity culture is in a weird time of like, I think people are. I think the celebrities can feel that people are kind of like really wanting to turn on them. And like, so they're like, some celebrities are like really doing everything they can to get ahead of that. Like, and, um, you know, there's a lot of like people calling out celebrities in ways that I think maybe people were too scared to do before. Yeah. Now we kind of like have nothing to lose (laughs) and like power dynamics are shifting and like, it's all changing. Yeah, we have nothing to lose. And it's also about like reaching a critical mass, right? Like there have always been people who've been critical of famous people and celebrities. But when you would talk about it, people would be like, why are you jealous of that? You know, like just very easily dismissed. But now we have just like more people who are willing to say it. And same thing with abolishing the police, right? It's like everybody fucking hates the police. I know. Like, sorry. Like everyone hates the police. The police suck. Oh they're yeah. Terrible. No matter who you are, they're the worst unless you're like really rich and white or you're a cop. Like, or you're a cop yourself, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So like what's happening now is that like a lot of people who have like quietly also hated the police now are like, "Oh shit, is it okay to say yeah, me too. I've I've been hating them and thank you for now I can say it cuz yeah. I just have more- say it this whole time and i feel like a lot of people feel that way about celebrities like they've a lot of people have always hated yeah. celebrities and now they're like it's like kind of like we cannot finally say it um i got some pushback when i called when i made fun of kylie jenner's pool on twitter because she has a, a horrible pool her pool is so ugly <laughs> i got like some some fandom group chat or something like came after me like i got in one day like 20 notifications i had to mute the tweet i didn't want to see any of these i got like added by like 20 people being like why are you jealous of kylie's pool like she's rich like she could buy you like she loves like that pool's great like i was like wow like you're defending a a fake billionaire's pool like (laughs) what is wrong with you yeah they kept being like why are you so pressed why are you pressed why are you pressed about kylie's pool i'm like i'm pressed about kylie's pool because like people are dying like <laughs> and also it's an yeah. ugly pool it's an ugly pool two reasons yeah, and i think the other thing to keep in mind is that like the construct of fame is what makes people into these monsters like exactly the way that celebrity is constructed like you yeah. have to become detached you have it's to become detached a personal like thing I think when you're you're when you're hoarding like a certain amount of wealth like you have to justify like why you have so much more than like so many people and like 
that's got to give you brain worms. Like, I don't know how the, the, the mental gymnastics has to be for that, but it's like, you do have to shut off a big part of your brain. It's a nightmare. And it's also not just on you at that point, anybody who's an actual legit, like celebrity, celebrity, like other people's careers are contingent on your success. That's true. So it is not even just about you at that point. Like you are being pushed by so many people, machines, corporations. And that, yes. And that's why comrade Britney Spears is so brave for refusing to do any work. She's on a strike right now. And I salute her. Solidarity. She also got bangs recently. She got what? Bangs. Bangs? I think she got bangs recently. I could be wrong. I have been very busy. Okay. This is huge. Okay, everybody knows I have bangs. Solidarity with Whatever. comrade Brittany. Yeah, at some point, Brittany did get bangs, regardless of if it was now or previously. And I support and her. Never it was. it was important to the whole movement. Okay, so speaking of, yeah. like, the climate of celebrity is changing in a very yes. interesting way, just because of wealth and equality and, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And the internet. The internet. Um, I'm being so articulate right now. <laughs> um, but like <laughs> reality TV, we're hitting like a weird point. Changing. It, because what we've witnessed in the last couple weeks is Vanderpump Rules has now set like kind of a new precedent for reality TV in general, where they've like specifically fired two people for being racist. Um, doing like a racial, mm, I wouldn't even call it a microaggression, just like a, a, a macroaggression against Faith Stowers, who they, Stassi and Kristen called, yeah, like macro yes. with a capital M. They called the cops on her and like tried to get arrested for a crime that yeah. like a different black woman allegedly did. And then like talked about it like kind of gleefully. I think I haven't actually listened to the episode where they talked about it, but like it's it's bleak. They like are very proud of it. They think it's like they're they're play pretending like they're like CSI racism department. Yeah, that's bad. So like, what do you think is like just just because reality TV kind of like rewards bad behavior? Like, so it doesn't like shock me that this story came out that they're like being like high key racist. Like what's, uh, what's the future? Like should, should no, we just, Stassi we should also like, it's like well documented yeah. for like weird white supremacist shit. Should we like nuke, should like, we nuke the show? Should we just like let it all burn? What do you think? What do you think of all of this? I, okay. I do think that Vanderpump has to end as we know it. It cannot exist. Jax has to go. Obviously. Obviously Jax has like, to go. So insane <laughs> that Jax is still employed. I but it makes perfect sense. I think they're gonna perfect fucking they're sense. gonna announce it any day now that he gets fired. They have to. I think I think that they weren't announcing his firing because they're waiting for Britney's mom to get out of the ICU because Britney's mom just had right. surgery. So and yeah. now she's okay. Right. So I'm like, this is the week they're going to announce it. I'm calling it now. They're going to announce it, announce Jack's firing this week. Yeah. But like in the handling of the like homophobic pastor situation, like Brittany, like very explicitly was like, some people have different views than like other people, even in West Hollywood. And you just don't talk about it. And it's like, no, Brittany, like homophobia, isn't a different view. Like it's 
bigotry. No. Um, I yeah. have been a very vocal Britney hater from the beginning. I never trusted her. The fact that the entire no. cast loves her makes me like. Didn't they eat on like Instagram? Yeah, she like drove to Vegas with her mom from Kentucky to meet Jax. Right. Like she is the worst kind of star fucker, which is someone that would fuck Jax. Like, not that I, yeah. not that I like, listen, fuck who you want to fuck. I support anyone who wants to fuck a reality star, but I don't support it. If you pick Jax, <laughs> I just like, it's like, it's yeah. unacceptable. And it'd be one thing if Brittany came out about it and was like, I have a very specific fetish that is like really harmful. Then I would never to not just me, but the whole world. I would never kink shame someone if their f- specific yeah. fetish was that they wanted to fuck like, the worst people alive (laughs) i wouldn't kink shame that that's if that's really her kink i wouldn't kink shame that somebody write a phd on that somebody is what do we do yeah is it okay to kink shame people for fucking horrible people whatever (laughs) here's the thing about vanderpump rules though that i think is really important is that vanderpump rules has long been an innovator in the field of reality television when it started And I highly recommend people watch. I think that the show itself produced like a like making of sort of thing about the first season. I don't know if anybody else has seen this. I haven't seen this. I absolutely have, which is about how the show like came to be. And it was very organic. Like they actually were all a friend group already that they like tapped into. And that's part of why Vanderpump Rules is like the pinnacle of reality television in my opinion wow okay so there's a special on the making of vanderpump rules okay homework assignment for everyone who watches hot and rich we're gonna find that maybe i'll do a special stream where we like watch that together or something it is like incredibly like revelatory of the show and of the network and of the people it's insane it is completely fucking insane and they all actually are like legitimately the way that they are which is what makes the show so nuts and the timing of Vanderpump Rules also is very important because when it came out this was still sort of a new thing so there wasn't as much of like what we see now where people are going on reality tv shows and like performing the reality show right right right. they do that now on Vanderpump Rules but it didn't start out that way it was like it was actually very very real um and it was about what was great about it at the beginning was that it was like about workers at a restaurant which is like usually on bravo it's all like just really wealthy people who like are awful but this was like oh these people are relatable they're like struggling they're like not they're broke they're not rich and then the show got bad because they got rich i think like they became too powerful yeah like Keep them in their shitty apartments. Like the <laughs> shitty apartments, like where you, Tom Sandoval can't use the hair dryer and the AC, the air conditioner yeah. at the same time. Like that is gold. Yeah, that's that's the peak of it. That's the peak of it. But yeah. Anyway, so my thinking is that they have to end Vanderpump. Like if they can, I think that you know Jackson, Brittany, and maybe Stassi is the one who really has to make a decision right now because Stassi. Um, has to decide if she wants to go full MAGA um, because she she really could. She really has an she, opening there like, career-wise. She has the look. She has the, she has the po- look. politics. She would have the family support. Her family is clearly very Keep America Great Again. Oh, yeah. 
She looks like, like that would be a departure. She could be like Tommy Lauren's older sister. Like they look similar. They all look the same yeah. to me. All the blonde. She's blonde. That's all you need is to be blonde, right? Yeah, totally. And I feel like she might end up having to lose Bo in that process. Well, she's pregnant now, so also, that makes it tricky. Supposedly. Yes. You think it's fake? Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. I think the baby is. <laughs> I think the baby is real, but the baby is an FBI no, F- FBI psyop. Yes, the the baby is absolutely a psyop. Yeah, the baby is. That's been a long term. Yeah, the baby is real, but it is an FBI agent inside of her womb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know about that part of the FBI. Yeah, that program. Yeah, I mean, it's called the in utero department. It's super scary. <laughs> Um, okay, so I there's a funny moment from the reunion that I pulled where Ari. Okay, I think this is really important. Yeah, let's watch it and then t- discuss it. I am f-ing garbage. I am a garbage person. Thank That's you. why I'm f-ing here. Ariana, stop. I can't stand him. To see more Vanderpump rules, go to Bravo <laughs> team. Okay, so in that clip, you're watching Ariana. <laughs> Kind of like the the only cast member that has a brain, Ariana. She's saying, I'm a garbage person. That's why I'm here. And that, like, gives me chills. Okay. So one of the things that I think is very interesting about reality TV in the U.S. versus in, say, the U.K. Like, if you watch Love Island... On Love Island, the contestants on Love Island talk about being on a reality show and, like, the impact on the public, like, all the time. Oh, really? It's extremely interesting. Okay. Because they'll be, like, the people at home, like, aren't going to like that or whatever. Like, they talk about public opinion of their behavior as they're on the show. Interesting. And I think this is a very interesting innovation, and I think that that is perhaps the future of reality television. And I think Ariana does the, the most to approach that on reality TV on Bravo. I think for she's... Sure. And that's what she's doing in that clip. Yeah, she's totally doing that. That's what she means when she says, I'm garbage. Um, she also... I couldn't pull this clip. That's why I'm here. Yeah, she said, I'm garbage. That's why I'm here. She also... I couldn't pull this clip, but earlier in that same episode, I believe, she is talking about her boyfriend, Tom Sandoval's acting career, um, because yeah. Jax is like, oh, he's a good actor. And she said, she says, he's not a great actor. If he was a fucking good actor, he wouldn't be on Vanderpump fucking rules. And also Lisa like, like freaks when she says that Lisa's like, oh, Ariana, Ariana, like, because Lisa doesn't want this to be prestige. Yeah. And like the reality is that like we all know it's garbage. We all know you're on the show because like you are doing terrible things. Yeah. And Ariana knows that and is willing to make that trade off in order to have her fancy house in Valley I know, Village. But I also think and, and she's aware of she's it. She's aware of which it. Which makes her much more interesting. She's aware of it and also deeply depressed about it, I think. Like yeah. and you can see that pain that that struggle that she has because she's like too smart to be on a reality show she's like struggling with the layers of like i have made this deal with the devil i have to show my life on tv and be horrible in order to get rewarded and live a life of wealth it's like capitalism has a stranglehold on ariana and like we need to radicalize her and free her from that burden yes like can someone get to her someone could get to her 
Well, I just think it's so interesting to watch and like how, like, yeah, of course, Jack's like makes her insane because nobody has been forgiven for more bullshit than Jax Taylor, like ever on the planet. I mean, it's like unbelievable. It's, 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 it's a classic, like, you know, like just double standard shit. Like, like the way he just fails upward is like so insane. He's, he's a, he literally like didn't get fired from the show for stealing on camera and like, like just so many things. Like he's just so roided and coked out. Fanphobia, homophobia. Yeah. Like, so much. Just racism. Like, just absolute, like constant, consistent misogyny. Horrible misogyny. Like, con- terrible to women. Like just in the reunion, he was making fun of Charlie saying that she's like, you know, going to sugar daddy websites when like he literally used to do that. Like he used to like be like a kept guy. He used to have a sugar daddy. (laughs) Also like (laughs) Britney's homophobic, like pastor thing. And Britney has openly like a homophobic mom who like had a whole storyline on the show about how the mom like was offended, not by any of Jax's misogyny or any other bad behavior, but the fact that, Jackson made out with Tom Sandoval was like, yeah, was like this. Not that he had cheated on Britney. No, no, that wasn't a problem. <laughs> the problem was that he made out Listen, with his friend. Boys will be boys. Jack sucks. He needs to go. Um. Oh, Summer House. So you, so you're watching Summer House right now. This oh, is another yeah. Bravo show. I just started watching Summer House. I feel like the main difference between real between Vanderpump Rules and Summer House is that. And Vanderpump Rules, they started off broke, but in Summer House, they mm-hmm. all have rich parents. Yeah, basic, pretty much. Like, I think there might be a couple of exceptions to that. I but, feel like, they, I, like at least that's the vibe is like they don't like they don't they're not like it didn't start off where they were like the story hinged upon them being like struggling waiters. It's also yeah, it's also different because on Vanderpump Rules, like they are all they're literally literally working in a restaurant they're literally in the service industry when they start and they have like aspirations of like wealth and fame but they come through creative mechanisms right Right. they want to be a dj or or an actor or whatever like on summer house they're all like i work in finance yes (laughs) like i am bought in to like what like the mechanisms of capitalism at the highest degree i know what it takes to like i will exploit people for sure. Yes. To get ahead. Absolutely. I have already agreed to that. The dream. I'm down. The, Let's the go. The dreams on Summer House are like, my dream is to have my own, like, a, a spiked iced tea in a can company. <laughs> like, they're dreaming. Which is, like, also Jack Taylor's dream. That's, but- <laughs> well. <laughs> but that only came later. That only came later. At first, he wanted to be, I, like, a model. He was a model. <laughs> Allegedly. Sure. Allegedly. Okay, so the the, char- also- the main characters on Summer House they sell their iced tea launched during the pandemic, and they were selling it for eighty dollars for like uh, a fifteen pack or something. Like, it's expensive. It's like really expensive, like spiked iced tea. I think White Claw is too expensive. It's like three so. times the cost of White Claw, which I agree with you. <laughs> we need to decrease the price of White Claw. We need White Claw to be more accessible. Who's buying that? But anyway, I'm rewatching Summer House, or not rewatching. I'm watching Summer House for the first time. So, what do you think? Like, you're on season two right now, right? I'm on season two. What do you think of Summer House? Um, it's exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. 
you know, I love, I love it. I think it's, it just is, you know, I think these shows are like, what's so great about them. Why, why I think I like watching them is just because there's no self-awareness no. at all about like what else is going on or the context of these people's lives. It's like completely, un- it's just completely untethered. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. They're all bad. And it's like a predictor of like what could happen if we don't get our shit together. Yes. <laughs> like- this is, this is our, this is a warning. Um, but yeah, in season two, I told you. Okay, so I pulled this. a clip. I pulled a clip of this. Should we watch the clip first? Okay, let's. let's watch the- let me just give you a quick uh, primer. <laughs> they have theme parties on every like season of Summer House, and this theme party is themed like Revolutionary War or something. Uh, okay, let's just roll yeah. the clip, Jack. Oh! Oh, bad. Like, this is people in the most outrageous birthday party like in the Native history American of cartoonish My expectations have been exceeded. Oh no! Oh no! Sunday! Sunday! It's dark. Oh, oh. We're watching <laughs> we're watching uh, colonization unfold. This is also a birthday Whoa, party. This is this guy who's turning 35 and he at one point says we are like revolting against um, growing up. Which wow. is just it is just too on the nose. Yeah. I mean that that guy, by the way, I'm on season. I'm fully caught up on Summer House, and that guy Kyle is still having the same crisis where he's having like a quarter life crisis for like ten whole years. Um, the best part of that clip, I don't know if you saw it, but there's a moment where they throw an entire bag of tea into the swimming pool, and it starts to dye the pool like tea color. And like and and the girlfriend of Kyle, Amanda, is like, you know, you're gonna have to drain the pool, right? Oh my it's loose tea. They, he, they dump tea? loose tea. I mean, they're doing a reference to the Boston Tea Party, but they dump loose tea into the swimming pool. It's fucking. It's 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 peak of reality TV nightmare moments. That's a nightmare moment. They. Yeah, like two episodes prior to this, they like visit like a beach that I guess I don't I'm not very familiar with the Long Island or like the Hamptons, but they visit this like beach that I guess is indigenous territory and they visit with like an actual tribe there who like take them clam digging into this barbecue and then they like do like a they share with them some of their like culture and their music, like two episodes before this. So they're like, they're like trying to sincerely learn about like, you know, an indigenous community nearby. And then they immediately culturally appropriate and buy a bunch of headdresses for a birthday party. (laughs) And like, of course that trip is coordinated by Danielle. Who's the only person of color on the show. Mm -hmm. She's Puerto Rican. She's the only person of color. It's an extremely white show. So is Vanderpump rules. So white. Okay. So fucking white. But yeah. 
Vanderpump Rules is over, I think. I think they could maybe revamp and do a Tom Tom show where they focus on yeah. the Toms, Ariana and Katie. Katie already was like kind of starting to like move towards the Ariana thing with the like not liking the police joke. Yeah. I, I, Katie is growing on me. Katie is growing on me. She used to be kind of a nightmare and, and she's growing on me. I used to, I used to have like mixed feelings about her. I definitely still have mixed feelings about Katie, but she has like better instincts than Stassi. Certain, like she always seemed to me like she was being pulled to the dark side by Stassi more than the other way around. Okay. So, we- but also Katie's just really fucking lucky. She wasn't like, Part of this like I know thing with I know with like Faith. that's a hundred percent like mostly luck yeah I mean I don't know Katie wouldn't have done that but I don't know hard to say we'll never really know um okay I, we do have to close the show but I wanted to end on a question for you and this is a tough one oh this is a tough one I don't know where I stand on this do we <sighs> do we abolish reality tv or do we reform reality tv oh my god first of all that reminds me of something i was thinking of before which is somebody made a video of Jax taylor at all of the reunion shows and they made a video saying this is the difference between abolish police and reform so police. good so good that is so good here i'll, um, I'll, I'll I, say i think we should abolish Jax taylor we have to abolish i mean uh, do I think we should abolish reality TV? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Um, I, I am an abolitionist for police, prisons, and borders. Same, same. And I have to say, for personal reasons, I think I'm still a reformist when it comes to reality wow. TV. Wow. <laughs> I, in order to continue doing the work of abolition, I have to have a break and for me that break comes in the form of reality tv shows so and you could say by watching reality tv watching it keeps it keeps it keeps horrible people it's a check and balance on (laughs) awful fame hungry people i fucking hate this i fucking hate this but also i will say like it is a huge deal that like cops and live pd got canceled which like are complete trash and also are like made with taxpayer money a lot of people don't realize that that they partner with police departments in those neighborhoods and they use taxpayer money to film those fucking shows. Oh my uh, God. It's disgusting. So anytime so Lana I- Del Rey's ex-boyfriend like <laughs> gave her a gift, like we all paid for it. <laughs> yes, that was our money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like, I mean, I, this is an area where like we all have places where we have to grow yeah. and we have to do the work yeah. continually. Accountability is a process. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really welcome people to push me on this. Yeah. You know, at me about why, like, I need to move fully into abolition. When it comes to reality Around TV. reality TV. Yeah. I don't know. This is the hardest thing that, that this is Listen, the hardest I'm sorry I'm, to, I'm sorry I pushed you and asked you that question, you know. It's no, a hard-hitting show. Never be sorry about This is a hard-hitting show. Never be sorry about I'm it. asking the tough questions. I have to be brave. I have to be brave. And it's brave of me to even ask. It's brave of me to even ask. It is. It's so brave. Um, Okay. This is the bravest show. This is so brave. Okay. Easily. Kendall, if people want to at you to ask you about your opinions on reality TV reform, where can they find you? (laughs) I am at KMAY on Twitter. 
at KMA or at Lady KMA on Instagram. Awesome. Um, at me. Let's talk about at it. Kendall. There's a lot to sort out here. There's a lot to discuss. And everybody, what? please check out the Ground Game live Twitch show. It's twitch.tv slash Ground Game LA. And then uh, anything else you want to plug or promote while, while I have you? Yeah. Um, tune into, you know, and participate in the best reality TV shows that are going on, which are all the fucking LA City Council yes. meetings yeah. and commission meetings and shit. Like, if you want to watch something real that actually will make you feel fucking great about where we're headed, that is your ticket. And you can call in and you can tell them to fuck off yourself. Uh, it's very fun. I've done it. I highly recommend telling your city council members to just go fuck themselves. So good. Um, so but good. you talk about why abolition is important and not reform. We needed to fund the cops. Yes. Uh, and if you follow Ground Game LA on Twitter or Instagram, you will see many opportunities to do just that. Yes. Well said. Okay, everybody. That's our show today. <laughs> Until next time, stay hot and stay rich. Thanks, Kendall, for coming on the show. I'm so fucking